Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We're so glad that you could join us live today. Today's date is August 15th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Greg Messina. And if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and comments today. I don't know if you know who Jesus is, but if you don't, we do encourage you to get to know him today. I do have to give you the bad news first. Here's the bad news. We're all sinners and have all fallen short of the glory of God. We deserve eternal separation from God and his blessings, his love. But the good news is our debt or sins have been fully paid for by the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross at Calvary. Uh, Our sins means missing the mark. We've all missed the mark. And, uh, He did shed his blood for our sins. He died, was buried, and was the only person who has risen in a fully glorified body on the third day. If you believe that this has happened, placing your trust in the blood of Jesus, you are saved from eternal damnation. You'll want to begin start to start wanting to live for him and not for the world. As scripture states, we become ambassadors for Christ. I do want to open up with our usual uptime panel, and uh, we bring back today Brother Bob Barber and Brother Bob Hagen. Gentlemen, thank you for coming back. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Good to have you here. We expect to have uh, Brother Michael Pels come on uh, later on uh, during this program. Hopefully, uh, he'll be joining us. Uh, His wife, uh, Judy, did just have um, surgery, and I hope everything's going to go well uh, with her. And... uh, so he's going to be, um, of course, tending to her for now. And uh, if he is able to make it, that's great. If not, we do pray that uh, she has a quick recovery. And, um, of course, hope that everything works works well for them. Verse of the day is coming from BibleGateway.com. And this is Romans 14.8. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. Amen. 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 I like that. Uh, we, so, we are the Lord's. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it, man. <laughs> yeah. Amen. And do we deserve that? I mean, really, honestly, no. can we say we deserve no. this at all? No. Um, and we are so grateful to be able to be here tonight and be able to do this uh, live um, on these streams. And uh, we're glad that you could all join us, of course, as well. So uh, we are here. We are community believers, as I've stated, and uh, we want to hear your questions and your comments. We plan on taking questions later on uh, toward the end of the program tonight. But um, right now, let's let's start with Bob Barber. Let's brother Bob. How was your week? Uh, what have what's happened? Any testimonials, praise reports, any other thing that we need to pray for? Hmm. Testimonial praise reports. You know what? I'd like to give a shout out actually right now. A shout out actually to all the watchmen out there all these new watchmen coming on i don't know if you guys notice these guys but uh these new watchmen i'm starting to notice on youtube now and the lord is showing these men and women this uh a lot of incredible information a lot of detailed information and information i know we're so close to the rapture now that the 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 math is becoming insane okay let's just say that the math is becoming insane and there are some watchmen out there right now who are really just immersing themselves in that math right now. For example, hourly watch with Patrick. 
Okay. You had him. And then we have other channels right now. And I can't think of the, I thought, I thought I made a list here. Basically, um, I'll bring it up later. But um, what I'm noticing now is a lot of the younger, the babes, not just babes, because they're the young people, but they're just new on YouTube. Babes, babe watchmen, fresh watchmen, fresh eyes. We have fresh eyes looking at this whole thing now. Okay. And I was telling John Boucher, you know, I've been at this since 2000, uh, 2012. I've been at this. Okay. So I've been at this for about 11 years. Okay. Was that 11 years, 12 years now? Something like that. 2013, give or, t- give or take. Mm-hmm. A long time. Okay. And I, you know, during the course of my career here, I brought forth a lot of really interesting things that uh, a lot of people got a hold of and people shared in the Watchman community dreams and visions, uh, the whole concept of how we are, you know, the 11th cycle and all stuff like that. Israel became a nation and some other things as well. But um, now I'm beginning to see all the young watchmen now come forth with the really good information. I'm taking the back seat now. I'm not mm-hmm. taking, I'm kind of stepping back now. Okay. Let these people, you know, do Take their the thing? stage here now because I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of kind of like it's like I'm retiring a little bit because <laughs> there's so many great watchmen here now on YouTube. You are not retiring until no. <laughs> you are in heaven, and even Absolutely then, not. I'm not sure you're going to be retired either because I'm, I'm gonna, thinking Lord's going to have us yeah. do some extra work. But you see, what I'm, you know what I'm saying though. I'm kind of like stepping back. Though. I'm letting these people do it, and what I want to do is um, I want to, I want to recognize them because they're coming out with some great information. And somebody's watching me. I don't have a thousand subscribers, so I was like, I know this information is not getting out. So I don't, I don't know what people think about us. You know, you know, I thought about this crazy idea, like doing a, the Uptime's top ten. You know, just get these <laughs> watchmen of the credible information. You know, bring them on here once a week. Who has what? The top ten information. You know, what would you guys think about that audience? What do you think about that? You know. Because there's a lot of great watchmen out there. They're not getting exposure. This is a big platform that we have right now. Okay. And we can get a lot of exposure real fast. What's amazing right now is the time that we're in. You can't tell me that the rapture resurrection isn't coming. Because of the ability that we have right now with the internet. To be able to put together a whole presentation. And then share it instantly in a yeah. in an instant with everybody on earth. That has in the, in the blink of an eye. Yeah. And again, here's the thing. They're starting to censor this whole platform, this whole institution now. Mm-hmm. And eventually they're going to censorship us right out of here. Okay. What's going to happen? It's all going to get destroyed and then get rebuilt. And we get back on here and rev it back up again. And Jesus returns. No, this is it. Okay. We are getting, yeah. we are starting to get censored out of here because something's about to happen. I believe that's rapture resurrection. This is not, we're not going to see no. a 2.0 of us of YouTube yeah. mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. This is it because once everything goes yeah. down here, that's it. I mean, we, this right. nation is heading into a totalitarian dictatorship. Okay. And once they get control of this grid, this, uh, complete yeah. control of this internet, and we've been hearing a lot about that right now, they're going to get rid of us. Okay. And like I said, it doesn't make sense to me for this all to be taken down just to have us all come back 35, 40 years later, do no. it all again, no. and then the Lord returns. What it about short, what, what about what about the uh, utilization of shortwave radio? 
because that, you know a lot of the a lot of pardon me a short wave radio would be very useful during the tribulation yeah you know but i mean but as far like, as the broadcasting because a lot of the stuff that i heard many years back and i've been a believer for a while a lot of the programs and a lot of the information that i heard was through a old a grundig shortwave radio that my that i got from my dad and uh there's a lot of there's still a lot of ministries that do utilize shortwave it's just something that came to my mind i don't know how feasible that is but i agree I with you I, I think that what they're doing is uh you know every time you turn around it everything has to be politically correct and you have to watch the words you're using and everything. But, um, I, I, I really believe we're coming to, a, um, apex right now. We're coming to a sort of the, the top of the mountain. Uh, I was talking to Greg before we came on here about this, this whole indictment circus that's going on with, uh, Donald J Trump right now. And on Monday, he's just supposed to come out with a report that, that refutes and and everything that they've come up with it refutes every point and every corner of their indictments against him and he's mm-hmm. going to do a news conference monday night and i have a feeling monday is going to be a real real barn burner of a day maybe not could, monday but could tuesday morning because it's just going to drive these people cuckoo because he's he's been working on this for months He's got the information that proves that there was election fraud. Did I say that? Yeah, I did. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, but I know one thing, there's still people out there that need to hear the truth, you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think just just the fact that we're on here again this week proves that there's still people out there that need to hear about the Lord Jesus Christ and give him a chance. You know, all through all the stuff that's going on and, and all the negativity and a lot of the bad things that are happening, we still have a hope. And, and the beacon, you know, the Prince of Peace, mm-hmm. listen, he's not gone. You know, he's at the right hand of the Father, but you know what? He's not up there playing pinochle, okay? Or they're not sitting there with a deck of cards. Let's, let's break out some, you know. Uh, hold them or whatever, 21, you know, whatever they do. I don't know. I'm not a car guy. But his ministry is to intercessory ministry. He's at the right hand of the Father making intercession for you and me daily. And, mm-hmm. and it's it's a huge thing. We just kind of, we've you know, we poo-poo it off. We say, oh, yeah, we read the verse and we think, yeah, he's making intercession for us. Isn't that a great scripture? Just think about that for a second, you guys. When you pray, yeah. you have the Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. I mean, this is just, how come me? I should have yeah. been I should have been dead years ago. Right. Honestly, you know, why did he why did he call, you know, it says, you know, he, he calls the, the, the most unworthy. And, and, and he calls the weak and makes them strong. You know, he, he's the catalyst behind um, causing people to come back from near-death experiences and, and people who've been brought up in heavy-duty religion and a lot, of, a lot of other stuff that's just not true. 
but the intercession is such a vital part. And I don't even know why I'm going off in this direction right now, but I know that it's a, it's a big deal when it comes to the ministries within the body of Christ, you know, the ministry that Bob has had over the years. I know there's an awful lot of prayer that goes on. I know him because I know Bob. And I know that there's people that are praying with him and for him. And and I know, Greg, you're the same way. And I, I try to be like that. And I know Michael's like that. And, you know, if we don't know a particular thing that we need to pray for for a person, we can always say, Lord, you, I'm praying for him right now in the name of Jesus Christ, whatever is going on in their life. And, That's right. and, and just... I see when I ha- when you have me on here, I talk too much. That's a problem. No, you don't. You you don't talk enough. But at, at, the, uh, same, at, at the same time, it's at the same time, it's something that um, it's like Bob was just saying. There's a lot of young people that are coming along that are you know it's uh, it says in the end times that uh, your young men shall uh, the old men will dream dreams and the young men will see visions. Is that what it says, mm-hmm. Joel? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think that that's what's happening, but we still need the older guard, if you will. I don't consider Bob to be old, but I am. <laughs> they still need the older guard to uh, sort of mentor the um, some of the younger people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be a good idea to to look into some of these some of these guys and 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 gals too. You know. Um, sure. Yeah. So. Right there, uh, I talked more than I thought I was going to the whole. Well, night. listen, Bob, you <laughs> haven't been present. You haven't been present lately, so we're we're allowing no, you, you that time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we thank you for yeah, thank you for your input and and feedback, and yeah. of course, everything that you do. You know, listen, the Lord has His hand upon you, and and you have had numerous teachings on Uptime Channel uh, for a reason. I know you've taken a little bit of a hiatus due to your surgery and uh, some of the knee pain that you were going through, but listen, you, you've been given a gift there, uh, especially in teaching. And we want to hear more of that. You know, we want, we want to hear more of that. And um, we definitely want you uh, back on uptime as well, full time, uh, sure. you know, each week. So we're going to continue to pray for you for healing. We're going to continue to pray that you, um, you will be here to, uh, continue to speak and and yeah. speak your thoughts and yeah. let the Holy Spirit move through you, brother. Because I love I love to so teach. I, I just you know it's been one it's been one of those things. But you know I start so many times when you're getting ready to do something like that, and I I've got a real weird uh, habit of of doing a lot of that stuff in the, in the real early morning hours. They say nothing good happens after twelve midnight, but. But uh, sometimes that's when the inspiration comes to me really, really late at night, early in the morning. And I'll, I'll, you know, you know this from past experience that I'll, I may not even have a subject. And then all of a sudden I'll, I'll have it. And then I'll start to, you know, you're sitting there looking through the word at 3 a.m., putting something together and you get finished with it. And then you look at it and you go, how's all this going to fit together? And so one of the concerns I have is to, is to, rightly divide God's word. It's not to get on, not to get on here and have this be about me because it isn't. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's about getting people to the point where they realize that he is the way, the truth and the life, you know, Mm -hmm. 
that's the whole reason that Bob does what he does. It's not for it's not for fame and fortune and and notoriety and people saying, "No, man, you know, I I follow him." You know, and I know we we want to be, uh, you know, ambassadors for the Lord Jesus Christ. I heard that I heard that term again. I was looking through that. That's a phenomenal thing to be an ambassador for a nation, but to be an ambassador for the Lord Jesus Christ. Holy smoke. That is, mm. I mean, we're, we're, we're blessed, but I don't feel like an ambassador. I don't care if you don't feel like an ambassador. The word <laughs> says you are. And the word right. says that he's equipped you with the word of reconciliation and the ministry of reconciliation. So if you don't think, well, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just new in the word. I just got saved three weeks ago. You have a, there's a reason why you're with us now. And, and, and again, looting what Bob said, you know, there's young people that are getting saved, getting tapped into this. And um, we need you guys in the world. We, we do. We need you. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just brought up the scripture right now, Second Corinthians uh, 5.20. And now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead. Be ye reconciled to God. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. That is an amazing, profound statement. Uh, and that is coming from our apostle brother, Paul. Uh, so, yeah, that is, um, yeah, that is an amazing, profound statement. And to, to think that sometimes I myself don't feel like I am a good ambassador. I'll go out and say, uh, maybe I should have done this, or maybe I should have done that, uh, or perhaps spoken to this individual. And uh, gosh, you know, if I only did that at that one point, that person could have known Christ. And yet I, I kick myself and say, darn, I could have had that opportunity and I didn't take it. I am sorry, Lord. I am truly, truly sorry. Now, uh, again, he, there's no condemnation. He's not going to condemn you. Okay. If you have an opportunity, pray for the uh, second opportunity to come to preach the gospel to someone else. Okay. If you miss out on that opportunity, I've had it happen before, folks. He'll give you the next opportunity to do it. And, you know, and you'll have it, you'll keep having it. And if you don't, you miss that opportunity, pray for that person, pray for that individual. Mm -hmm. Let Let the Lord work through them and say, listen, Lord, I know I didn't get a chance to. May, may one of your other ambassadors, one of your other servants do it yeah. in place of me. How many times have you yeah. heard, you guys, that somebody has overheard an individual sharing the truth with somebody? You know, in a in a work setting or, in a, you know, you're out and you're witnessing to somebody and somebody's standing behind the scenes there, hears something that kind of, you know, later on they'll they're, they they have an uh, opportunity. They start to get a hunger for the truth, and and when you hear their testimony, they'll say, "Well, uh, I heard Bob was witnessing to my friend Charlie, and I wasn't even paying any attention. All of a sudden, something caught my ear, and I went home and I had a Bible and I started reading it, and, and I realized I needed the Lord Jesus Christ. Things like that do happen because the word does not go out void; it doesn't go out and drop, you know. And that's an that's another thing that's that's uh, we. I think a lot of times we we don't realize the power in the word. It's not that we're a bunch of power junkies, but 
Mm-hmm. We, you know, the word, the word itself has power to change lives. I mean, the, just that statement alone right there should just, you know, it's not that we change the lives, but we make available um, a little bit of information that maybe points you in the right direction, I guess. Sure. Now, I pointed too many people in the wrong direction when I was young, and so I, <laughs> I need to. You feel change. like you need to make up for it, Bob? Is that it? I'm still working on it there, Greg. After all these years. <laughs> well, I, I feel that same way uh, at times. But um, let, we, we let the Lord lead everyone. You know, uh, don't don't beat yourself up for it because he doesn't he's not beating you up for it. He's going to be working through you. And when he does, it's just going to f- flow smoothly. It is going to flow very smoothly. And you're going to say, did I just do that? And and you're going to say, you got to say to yourself, no, I didn't. That was the Lord Jesus Christ that was working through me. That's who that mm-hmm. was. You know, it's amazing when you share the gospel with people. Once I figured out the gospel, the true gospel, you know, instead of works and or just saying you must have a relationship with Jesus Christ, it means you can never sin and constantly be telling him I'm sorry for each sin. I mean... Nobody, I mean, people don't want to even want to admit that they're wrong or they do anything wrong and let alone come tell somebody how bad they are every single day. You know, it's like, but once I really understood the gospel and how it worked and how it's a free gift, how we are saved by grace through faith, not of works, lest any mention both Ephesians 2, mm-hmm. 8, 9, mm-hmm. and the process of salvation, okay, of what comes when the moment we believe, okay, the, uh, the mechanics of it that, uh, that moment we believe in his shed blood to pay for our sins. We are spiritually sealed, reborn, sealed with the seal of God, Ephesians 4, 30 and 1, 13, 14. Okay. So it's all over the Bible. And once I learned all that stuff, when you sit there and share the gospel with somebody, you know, it's real simple. It's like, you know, most people about probably 99, especially in the United States, about 100% of everybody has heard of Jesus, some way, shape, or form, somewhere. Okay, we live in the United States. We celebrate Christmas. You know, okay, you're going you're gonna to figure something out, okay? But when you explain to them that you're saved by grace through faith, you're sa- you, you have faith in his blood, his shed blood. You believe in it to pay for all of your sins, to atone for all your sins, past, present, and future. The moment you believe you're sealed, forever you don't have to try to work to get god's favor to take you to heaven you don't have to sit there and you know some people you've seen these religions these people they 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 supposedly believe in god but they sit and cut themselves up every time they sin you know i think the sunni muslims do stuff like that you know so yeah when you bring them the pure message of faith in his finished works and in his bloodshed at the cross and I love it what um how Robert Breaker put it, you know, he it's his shed blood you must have faith in that blood, okay, for atoning for your sins. Just like the the um the Israelites had to have faith in the shed blood of that lamb. Okay. They didn't trust in the lamb, they trust in that blood of the lamb. Okay. Right. And if Jesus had let's say Jesus had a heart attack, would you have faith in his heart attack to save you? Well what if he fell off a tree and broke his neck? Would you have faith in his broken neck, Bob, to save you? Got to have faith in that broken neck. 
Okay. Now it's faith in his shed blood. Okay. He shed the cross and book of Hebrews said there's no remission of sins unless the shedding of blood. Right. right? So when you show when you share people the simplicity of it, the simplicity of and, Christ, as the Bible says, right? Faith in him and what he did for you, you're saved. Boom. It's that simple. People I know, people get I get it. It's too good to be true. Just have faith, you know, but it's true. It okay. Yeah. And it had to be it, it had to be something that was that was done um by the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, he was the one that had to come and accomplish this. Uh, it, the word says that he fulfilled, you know, he was the fulfillment of the law. And he, he came and he laid down his life. And he he was the acceptable sacrifice unto the Father, once and for all, like Bob was just saying. It's not something that we need to do every day. We don't need to get right. saved every morning. Thank God we don't need to get saved every morning. But also just to have have that Holy Spirit of promise. We're sealed. You know, when God seals you, you are sealed, man. I'm sorry. You're not going to be a, you know, he's not, well, you had a bad thought. I'm pulling it. You got to get saved again tomorrow. Now, I mean, it's a, we're, we're in a, we're in a um, battle, if you will, the battlefield. Uh, you know, we, we don't battle against flesh and blood, but it's a spiritual battle. But we can put on the mind of Christ and we have that Holy Spirit within us to, you know, guide us and to um, help us through, which we all need. You know, it's it's a, it's the Word of God is so phenomenal. You know, that's the statement for tonight for me. It's so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's so simple that you know the devil himself came to Jesus and said, you know, if you be the Son of God, you can do this and that. And what did he say? He said, look, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Words are important, but what's behind the word is the truth of what Jesus Christ accomplished. And I'll tell you, my heart just gets so, sometimes you just can't even contain it. Thinking about what he did for you and me is beyond I mean, it's, it's love to the whatever degree that a man would, you know, it's the no greater love has a man that he would lay down his life for his friends. I mean, um, it's it's really, it humbles you. It, keep, it keeps you grounded, I think. Doesn't it, Bob? I mean, it, it has to keep you grounded, this stuff, because, you know, we we certainly couldn't accomplish this stuff. Oh no, the work, no. the gift that he's given us is people don't, you don't have, people really still don't know the, the expanse of this gift. No. This gift is absolutely insanely huge. Okay. <laughs> First of all, he saved you from eternal damnation. Think about the pain that you just dodged with the lake of fire and all the suffering for eternity. Let's just right. start there. <laughs> okay, he saved you from all that, but now it just doesn't stop there. It turns around, and goes in the other direction. Okay, because shortly from now, we're going we're going to receive the second half of this gift of salvation. The Bible calls it 
calls it the rapture resurrection, the catching away, the hard puzzle. Okay. First Thessalonians 4, 16, 17. Okay. And uh, this gift, you know, people, I wonder what people are going to think when we're taken out of here. Okay. They're going to say to themselves, why did these people receive this reward? Why were they taken? Okay. Simple. It's because they had faith now in Jesus and his finished works to save them during the age of grace. And that reward, that gift of believing now is being spiritually reborn. In case you die, you go to heaven. Then you have to come back and get your body later when the gift when the, the gift of, of salvation is complete with an immortal body at the day of the rapture resurrection when we all receive our bodies, whether we're dead or alive. Okay. But the fact that, like I said, though, these people are going to say to themselves, why did these people get, why did they get taken? Why did they, why, what made these people so special? It's simple. It's because we had the indwelling Holy Spirit, the spirit that's within us that reacts to the sound of that trumpet when it blows. Okay. Uh, Colossians 2.12. It says, uh, buried with him in baptism, wherein also are risen with them through the faith of the operation of God. The yeah. faith of the operation of God. The operation which started with you being born again, sealed, and sanctification, okay, getting you in line so you, you can get out there and get yourself some rewards for the beam of seat. Don't spend your time sinning so much. Get out there and get those rewards, okay? Build a ministry, do something, support Christian missions, pray for people, get out there, share the word, okay? The faith and operation. So the operation of sanctification, you're sealed, ready for the day of redemption. You're ready in case you die. But it continues to sanctification until you die or for us like the rapture resurrection. And here's the thing. Does the operation believe, Bob? The operation doesn't believe. All right. The operation doesn't believe in the thing. It's the people that believe. Right. Okay. We believe in the operation. The operation doesn't believe in us. Okay. It's the work that God's doing. All right. We believe in that work, that operation laid out in Colossians two twelve. All right, and it always talks about you know it's always it, it always re, it revolves around the resurrection, who hath raised him from the dead. This whole this whole belief hinges uh, on did Jesus Christ get up from the dead? If he didn't, we're just wasting a lot of people's time right now. Mm-hmm. But if he did, which we believe he did. We have everything to live for right now, and we have a hope coming ahead too. But it's just uh, you know through the faith of the operation of God, you know, mm-hmm. risen with Him. You know, just just look at the words. You know, we were buried with Him in baptism, but we were risen with Him through. You know, it's just like He got up from the dead. We got up from the dead. Put picture that in your mind. He was seated at the right hand of the Father. We're seated at the right hand of the Father spiritually. I mean, and this isn't, you know, it's really kind of neat when you think about it. It's really cool. But it's true. Mm-hmm. And you you really don't have anything to lose by giving Jesus Christ a chance. I had to put that in, you know. You have nothing to lose at all by checking this out. You have everything to gain. Mm-hmm. And if, if somebody thinks it, it, once you become a, followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you're weird or if you're a Jesus freak or something, hey, I've been there. I've heard it all. So 
don't don't worry about being called names. They call Jesus Christ names, uh, a lot of names. But at the same time, the word really sets out what we need to do. You know, as Greg is ahead of, ahead of me again here, which is cool. You know, mm-hmm. um, he died for our sins according to the scriptures, was buried, and he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. You know, um, and when he says he declared the gospel unto you, he said he received it and he stood in that. You know, he stood upon the truth of the gospel. You know, you talk about the uh, Apostle Paul, somebody who was not a, he was not a good dude. At one point, he was taking, leading people to their deaths. But then he got right. He got saved. And, and what did he say? He would, everything that he had accomplished in his life, he counted it as dung. Mm-hmm. The, the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ was that, that sweet and that, that important to him. It was his life blood. It was went through, it was what went through his body every day was how am I going to get more people to believe this? And uh, I think that that's all of our goals here. We just, you know, if one person comes to the knowledge of the truth by watching this, it's worth it. Everything that has been done. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's something you hear somebody comes along and says, I saw you on the internet. Was that you? You said something that changed my life. I started looking at the word and I, I think I got saved. You know, can I talk to you about it? It's not us. It's, it's Christ in us working. Mm. It's not, it's not so that we can go on some ego trip and say, Hey, look at me. I'm, you know, I got this show on and you should watch it. It's the best thing in the world. And you know, there's 150,000 views every week. I could give a darn if there's one view, if I have one person view that gets saved, it's worth it. You know, and if there's just like we all have different gifts, you know, like what Bob's been doing with his ministry with uh, supplying Bibles and helping people around the world. And it's just it's it's not so he can become famous or take credit for it because I've, I've never, ever heard him say it's because of me. He just doesn't work that way. you guys. Because once you get saved, you realize it's about him. Mm-hmm. And it, right. it, it's just—I tell yeah. you—you let—you let loose a bull in the china closet when you got me on here tonight. Well, I, well, you're, you're putting I, tears. I, you're bringing tears to my eyes, brother. I, I got to tell you. I mean, it's—it's it's uh, beautiful to hear. You know, <laughs> you guys yeah. uh, mean so much to me. I, I just—you uh, know—it's—it's it's been like missing my brothers, and, and I really have been lately because. You know, and I keep thinking that I'm not strong enough to, you know, to work through all this pain sometimes. But at the same time, I'm thankful that, that we have this opportunity. And uh, I know we don't take, I know Greg doesn't take this for granted. I know Bob doesn't either. No. I don't. You know, because we could be, they could throw the switch tomorrow. But as long right. as we have this opportunity, um, it's it's a great thing to be able to, you know, in this in this world right now, at least you can put the computer on and you can click on something that's beneficial and say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, who is this Jesus? That's See, that's what I was looking for years ago when I was a Buddhist. You know, I knew about Jesus, but I didn't know him. I knew about him, but I didn't really get to know him. And you know what? He's waiting to get to know you. He's just waiting. 
And you mm -hmm. say, well, how do you know? Because I know the word. He's waiting. He's like, the, he's saying, he's saying, hey, Larry down here, you know, he's having a lot of trouble with his alcohol abuse or whatever else is going on. But he's going to be, I know that he's going to be a believer. I know he's going to come around. And then he hears the word. And the next thing you know, he's, I don't know. It's just, it's really, we can't explain how it works. But I know it does, you know. Um, we've all got testimonies. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I know one thing mm -hmm. It's a key is, to, I know you guys will agree with me, being thankful is a big, huge key. Because mm -hmm. we, li we live in one of the greatest countries in the world. <laughs> just to be able to even do this is, is such a privilege, man. It's just... <laughs> yeah, this, this country is um, the last basket of freedom. It's the last country standing in the way of the new world order. Mm -hmm. So it makes makes sense to me why this country is, the, is definitely the timepiece for the Age of Grace. For the end of the age of grace, I, sh I should say, okay, because uh, you know, back when the age of grace began, this was just all wilderness, you know. But it's definitely a timepiece now because once it became a nation under God from our forefathers, okay, um, things changed, all right. And this nation, of course, now has been uh, regulating the whole world, you know. And ever since, uh, you know, that bum got into that White House, you know, he was put in on purpose to destroy this nation. I mean, come on, people. You can't have that many bad things happen in a row, in a row and say that that's not done intentionally. Okay. He was put in to take this country down so that way the New World Order can steamroll us and take over. Okay. That's exactly what Biden's done. He's still doing it. And I know you said something about Trump there, you know, you know, I have such mixed feelings about all that because I'm like, well, if we're still here in 2024, going to 2025, that's only by the grace of God, because yeah. they have plans of, you know, according to their Deagle reports, which they've scrubbed from the Internet now, it's a good thing I took pictures of it and snapshots of it and all that stuff like that. So I still use them in my videos but you can't even find this stuff anymore right okay but they want they, they want to depopulate us and you know by next year we're supposed to have around what's about 39 million people left in the in the whole country so mm -hmm. basically we got about what 360 million people they need to disappear so how's that all going to happen <laughs> you know mm -hmm. so i mean there's a lot of, I, there's a lot of things happen right now but i think what's going to if for, for starters, the, the rapture resurrection would be a great start for them, wouldn't it? That'd, that'd, yeah. That'd be Is a Boucher great there? Start. <laughs> What's that? I just thought I heard John. Oh, his chauffeur? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, man. I love that chauffeur. Oh, yeah. yeah and uh, by next year, we're, we're supposed to be, you know, in. Um, I think they're, like I said before, I think they're counting on the rapture resurrection. They're hoping for that rapture resurrection. It helps them out tremendously. Okay. You talking, you're talking about 5 billion people being removed from the earth because I'm counting all the children, all the children yeah. that are not the age of accountability, accountability mm -hmm. and okay. believers. So that'll leave you around 3 billion people left on the earth. 
that are old enough to make the decision for themselves whether or not to take that mark, okay, and to to um, be responsible enough for themselves to do the right thing going forward since they didn't go in the rapture, okay? So they are looking for that right now, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, an interesting thing, uh, I was watching this video on this called one of these watchmen, he's just called uh, End Time Watchmen. His name is Patrick. I believe his name is Patrick. I don't know if you guys heard of him. But he basically just uses his phones. So you get the 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 big tall picture, you know, and he uses uh he's one of those new watchmen. But he found something very interesting about the crisscrossing patterns of the, the solar eclipse? eclipses over America. Oh, really? Something very interesting. And what what he found was that they first of all we all know they cross, crisscross right in Cairo, Illinois, Little Egypt. Okay, it crisscrosses right there at Cairo. All right. Now he made this point, and I was like, "Wow, dude! This is why the Lord never showed me this. That's why the Lord's speaking to all the young watchmen now, the fresh watchmen, fresh eyes, because he goes, the Lord showed him that the reason why the X hit that spot right there is an indicator of what's going to happen to the whole nation. Because what happened to Cairo is it went from like fifteen thousand people to like three hundred. Everybody fled. It's all boarded up. It's taken by. I mean." burnt it's like floods i mean everything that's happened to this this small town and it's just been almost completely abandoned and just ruins okay and that x goes right boom right there at cairo okay Mm. is god and he's basically saying is the god is god telling us that see this spot right here okay this is starting with cairo here but that's what you're seeing in cairo right here after that second eclipse goes through that's going to be the case for the entire nation. Okay. So I'm like, whoa, that's a great download, that is, dude. Yeah. That's a great spiritual cool. download. Pretty cool. <laughs> but watch the end time, all capital letters, end time watchmen. Okay. okay. I think I got a picture. Let's see if you guys might have seen this guy right here. Um, now I'm going to bring, try to bring the video up. Well, if you can send uh, his link through the private chat there uh i can share it okay bob if you want to just pull it up or just send it to me through the private chat i can pick mm-hmm. put it up on the screen yeah i'll send it through you i'll send it to yeah. you but yep. um yeah, it's amazing every time i try to watch this guy all of a sudden hmm. the video just disappears this just goes to tell you oh well so try to give this guy some it- credibility sure you know absolutely hey it's another brother in christ and the video uh, is gone Oh, oh, here it is, right here. Let's see here. Yeah, so this guy right here. Let's see here. This guy right here. Can you see him? Okay. He might be. I think he actually watches Uptime. (laughs) Okay. Is your name Patrick, End Time Watchman? He had a video right here. Um, Let's see. Let's get a picture of it. Uh, Let's see here. Here's a picture of the uh see when he when he when he did it. See it? Okay, right yeah, pull, pull, pulling it up. Yep. See right here. He actually had a board and he actually did it with I think the electrical tape. But he mm-hmm. goes into this whole teaching about the solar eclipses. Okay. What's called End Time Watchmen. I'm I'm subscribed to him. And uh I'll send you the link, but it's just End Time Watchmen. You can see the name of uh where is that right there? 
See that? You can't see it. <laughs> End time watchman. That's what it's End called. End time watchman. Okay. Well, I'll let me see if I can link. bring it up. I'll just send it to you, Greg. But a guy, I mean, just young, the one young watchman. I'm just sitting back, just watching them because the Lord, <laughs> you know, it's like all, all these all these beautiful gems now. You know, the Lord's giving it all to them, and I'm just sitting back and enjoying it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have to get in there try to try to compete with these guys because the information I I can bring out some information, but it's just not as rapture juicy as if these guys are bringing out now. It's you rapture know, juicy, and you got guys like, uh, <laughs> especially like, um, especially like uh, Aaron that got a minute, Doctor Barry All. You know mm-hmm. these guys. You know they they've been around longer than this guy has, but they've been around for a few years. You know, but now they're really starting to ramp up now, <laughs> so they're pretty much new onto the scene. You know, because mm-hmm. like I said, I've been around since 2012. I I, I was back. It was like back in 2012, 2013. You know, I realized it was just like me back back then. It was just like me, um, me and um, you had like Fire Charger. You guys remember him? Um, of course, Paul Bagley, Daryl Myatt. You had, uh, of course, a BP Earthwatch and just a few others. Yeah, I was watching you and and Bagley. That was it. Me and those guys. Oh, and uh, um, um, what's his name? Um. Can't remember his name now. I'm, I'm rattling rattling off all these names right now. Of oh, Scotty Clark, okay, okay, and he's yep. like the biggest channel. We've had Scotty on. He had the mm-hmm. biggest the biggest audience back then, you know. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that many of us back then. That was about it, and a few others, okay. But now, <laughs> thousands and well, thousands and thousands you know, of them are here, and especially when I think there's an explosion. And this is a sign, too, with the Revelation 12 sign. When that thing came in, it was a warning for what was going to come over the next six or seven years. Okay? When that sign showed up, I mean, the the, the Watchmen community on YouTube just exploded at that point. Okay? And it was awesome to watch. And now, since they're doing this work, they're finding all these beautiful gems now. Okay? Um, Patrick from uh, Hourly Watch. You know, mm-hmm. I was going to make a Patrick, if you're watching, brother, you're killing it. Absolutely killing it. <laughs> and you got so much information coming out. And I told you that I was going to make that. I was going to make like a make like like an artwork for all the ones. He seemed basically the 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 Feast of Trumpets billboard. But he's finding so many signs within that billboard around the Feast of Trumpets. Now, it's like every day he's finding a new piece of the puzzle. <laughs> in that billboard okay if you're watching his videos okay and it's like you know that's become a comical it's like it's almost like god's like showing us hey this is where the rapture resurrection is and you got like 50 signs pointing at it oh it's arrows right just make sure yeah. you don't miss it you know <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i mean we're looking at this year for the most part being a very i don't hear now. I don't, let's I don't, put I don't hear you you got you do you hear him Bob? Yeah, can you hear yeah. me? Oh, by, okay, okay. Uh, we're looking at this year as being a, a very high watch time. Obviously, I don't have any um, sound here for many reasons. Obviously, but um, we're we're going to continue. We're going to continue praising the Lord. We're going to continue staying in His Word, um, and no matter what, we're just going to make sure that we're we're holding each other accountable, especially for what we say and what we do. Um, if there is some at any point. Someone says there's a specific date and it comes and goes. 
that person needs to be held accountable, obviously, for that. Um, we've brought people on numerous right. times where, you know, they'll come up with a specul you know, speculation, a speculative date or time period, time frame. Okay. Um, those things are interesting to look at because they'll come up with different typologies from scripture and look into different areas. I, I, I get that. And many people are criticized for that. Obviously uh, we do still need to continue to be in the word, make that the primary authority. And that is the authority, his word. And we want to make sure that even though we can speculate about certain things, we don't want to set ourselves up, first of all, for disappointment. And we want to keep it, we want to keep ourselves sober in, in some respect, obviously, you know, for lack of a better term. We want to be sober, but we want to be watching, but we want to stay sober on, on all of this stuff because um, you can end up going a little too far. I do believe, I do believe that. And some people well, may we, not like that or agree that agree with me on that, but we need what, to continue to hold each other accountable. Yeah. What Bob was saying, you got sound now, Bob? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Okay. Um, what you were saying earlier about a lot of the younger people coming up, you know, younger watchmen coming up is true, but also, uh, as you say in the radio business, you, you still need the old salts, you know, you still need the ones that have been around for a while. And you can glean off of, you know, the, the new information they're bringing and maybe new uh, new insight. But at the same time, a lot of the people, when you talk to the ones over the last, who've gotten into the word over the last few years, and I know this is true over the last five, eight to 10 years, and a lot of people will, uh, will, will mention that uh, they heard the word of truth when they were listening to you. So, you know, don't, you know, I'm not saying you're discounting yourself, but you need to look and realize that there's been a lot of seed planted over the years and a lot of the crop is starting to come up now. You know, the fields are white with harvest. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we're seeing now, Bob. We're seeing that a lot of these people and the enthusiasm of the youth too. When you, as you get older, you have a tendency, the enthusiasm sometimes has a tendency to uh, wane. But uh, that's a good verse right there. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. He's not a purring pussycat. He's a roaring lion. But the lion roars to startle and to, to scare their prey and to stopping, stopping moving forward. Um being vigilant is just being is being faithful. Um, if, if if there's a day when stuff goes on and you don't think you've been faithful, what do you do? You just go to the Lord and say, "Lord, help me be faithful tomorrow." You know, I, I don't know. It's it it doesn't need to be complicated. Christianity has been made into this complicated formula. To you know, you do A, B, C, and D, and then and then maybe. God will grant you some some good stuff once in a while. When it's by grace and it's by the completed, and I emphasize the completed work of Jesus Christ. He didn't leave any anything undone. Well, how do you know? Because the word says he did it. Well, how do you know the word's true? 
because it says it's true. <laughs> in the beginning. How do you know it was in the beginning? Because it says it was in the beginning. <laughs> you know? That's right. Face. So, you know, it's, it's just... Um, You just all we can do is is make it available, and all we can do is to try to maintain being faithful to God. I think He's always faithful to us. I know He is, but we're not always faithful to Him. I know I'm not always faithful to Him. I there's days when I get up and I'm going, you know, Lord, why me? You know, I'm, I'm starting to get pretty old now, and I'm still <laughs> still breathing, and I I believe my life still has some value, and I couldn't have said that years ago. Because I wasn't helping anybody with anything. Mm. But mm -hmm. if somebody says, well, how come you're, you can be at peace with everything that's going on? I'm glad you asked me that question. Did you have a few minutes? Door opens. Okay? And if you're sharing it and, you, and the Lord says, well, maybe you should pray for this person too. you mind if I pray for you? Um, I really sense that you could use some prayer. And then they'll open up and say, well, you know, I've been having a lot of trouble with my back lately. And then you pray for them and maybe the back will be healed. There's lots of different ways that, that, uh, that God opens doors for the word to, the word to get out there. Um, well, it's just I like this word. I like this. Sorry, Bob. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So I do like this particular verse also because I brought up sober, be vigilant. We are vigilant. We are watchful, right? This is part of being a watchman. Uh, actually, uh, my first name, Gregory, is actually it comes from watch, uh, watching or being vigilant. That's what Gregory means, actually. And, and to be uh, vigilant of the times we live in, to be watchful and, and, and making sure we understand the times we're living in is, is of, up, of utmost importance because of our certain um, time period and, and our our uh, our position is the best word, I think, to say. Our position in this time frame, right? We are blessed to be living in this time frame, in this time period, folks. Oh, I mean, when I, I came to the Lord in 2006, I was, I was amazed that, I under, started to understand where we actually were on the timeline. And back then I was saying, okay, well, yeah, the rapture could happen any moment. And as we, as we continue to progress and the things that are happening in this world continue to escalate in a negative way, you start to realize, wow, we are just getting closer and closer and closer. We're just that much closer, folks, to uh, the Lord coming back for the body of Christ uh, taking us out of here for the time of Jacob's trouble to begin. That is an amazing, amazing thing. Uh, so yes, get excited, but continue to remain sober and vigilant because our adversary, the devil is walking around roaring as a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may de devour. And he will try to do that within communities, communities and churches as well. We've seen it folks. We know it's, it can happen. So just be careful because he's going to want to tear each other apart, especially when it comes down to uh, particular uh, situations with speculating on, on certain time frames. We know the Lord's coming back, folks. Okay, just continue to be remain 
sober, vigilant, and and yeah, keep watching for the Lord because He's coming. Don't worry. No, that's it. Yeah. That's wonderful to say that because it's a truth, and and uh, we're not always going to agree on everything. You know, it's as far as the Word of God. If as long as we agree on the Word of God, that's the main point. Now, there's going to be, we may have differences and opinions on different things. That's one of the reasons why you have a forum and you talk. But in order to stay unified, you know, we, we need to strive for the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. And in order to do that, we need to, we need to have our, our, our focus needs to be on the truth. And then we can work these other things out when they come up. But if it's a personality issue, if it's like, uh, for instance, there's, you know, you, you might not like this this guy that's preaching on the Internet because he has really long hair, yet he's a dynamic teacher. But I don't like the fact that he has really long hair because the Word says it's a shame for a man to have long hair. Well, if you knew anything about the Word and you knew anything about that culture, that's not even what it was talking about. Because considering in the Eastern culture, long hair was a was a, a, a honor for a woman. The long hair was considered hair down to the waist. And no man in Eastern culture would ever wear his hair that long. There's a, there's some, that didn't cost you anything extra. That's a little <laughs> oriental custom right there. there but go. at the same time, maybe you don't like the way uh, a particular, an accent a person has or something. You say, well, you know, they're a foreigner. And there's little things, just like Greg was saying, we don't, we don't want to pick and, and start a big, uh, brouhaha about personalities. What we want to do is we want to we want to be united on the thing that matters most, and that's and that's the truth of the word, right. and that's really Lord getting people, getting people back home. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think that's at least that's one of the things I try to do when I do the as he leads. I want people to come back home. I want to I want a big family. I mean, I want to see I want to see a gazillion people. Mm-hmm. Really, I, I just I know, more than yeah, we, we um we all agree that we all agree we know how we get saved, we know how we make it to heaven. Okay, we know we're not saved by works. I noticed that there are, you don't see a whole lot of people trying to push that, that you have to get saved by works anymore. I don't see that in the circles too much anymore. I think we pretty much uh, corrected all of them for the most part. Uh, if you guys know of any channels that are you know going or preaching works and stuff like that, let me know in the comments section. I'd like to go check them out because somebody has to make a correction to these people. Okay, it's one thing, like you said, Bob. You know, there's so much data here in the Bible and everything that's happened. There's a there is tons and tons of data here. Anybody can skew in any direction here because there's all the data here, and there's so many of us studying different parts of this data. Okay. And we're and we're kind of all kind of bringing it all together now, but you know we're going to have some differences, obviously. But the main thing mm-hmm. is we know how we are saved. We are saved by grace through faith. All right, faith in the finished works of Jesus Christ, His blood shed at the cross. We're not saved by keeping the Ten Commandments. We're not saved by a prayer. We're not saved by having to say I'm sorry for every sin at the end of the day. Okay, I used to believe that stuff, you know. I grew up as a Catholic, you know, had to say all these prayers and stuff like that just to make sure I'm saved in case I die before I wake up. Okay. I know, I know, the, I knew all those prayers. All right. 
But the fact of the matter is, there's so much data here right now. And Jesus, you know, he scolded the Pharisees because they did not see him coming. All right. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's as simple as seeing the weather. Okay. That's how simple it is for those who look. And I think last week we talked about have you ever ran into a conversation with anybody that just, uh, you know, you just meet them, you start talking about, you know, the Lord and stuff like that, but they know some things about the Lord. And then they say, well, nobody knows the day or hour. Nobody knows the day or hour. You know, that's why they don't watch. Okay. Because nobody knows they are. Why should I watch? That happened to me uh, this past uh, weekend. I was at a party. It was actually a reunion from his old job he used to work at. And the guy, he had his neighbor came over. He's hanging out with all of us. He's a really great guy. And he was actually like a Southern Baptist, turns out. Okay. So he was asking me what I, you know, what I do. And so I started telling him everything about here. I'm doing YouTube, uptime, feed my sheep today, and all that stuff like that. And uh, the conversation basically went towards, you know, the return of Jesus Christ. And basically he was asked about that. And I said, well, um, all the data seems to be pointing at 2030 right now. That's where the data is pointing right now. And right away, I said, oh, no, nobody knows the day or hour. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I don't, don't even bother watching. Nobody knows. Just, just don't watch. I'm like, you know, that's the silliest thing you can ever say. I was like, nobody, just just don't watch. Why, what's the point of watching? Okay. But you're going to tell me that I'm wrong. Nobody knows the day or hour, Bob. You know, that'd be like me going to a surgeon and he's about to do a heart transplant. And he tells me how he's going to do it. And I'm going to be like, I don't think that's going to work. Mm, I see a few problems here. Yeah, I don't think that you're doing You can't do it. You're doing it wrong. Okay. That's not going to work. Okay. Did I go to school for 15 years? All right. No, he did. The surgeon did. Okay. He went and got educated. He went and studied and he studied how to do a heart transplant. Okay. He did the work. He studied. I study. You guys are studying. Okay. And basically, I told him, you know, I've been studying this stuff for the last 20 years. Okay, how much how much time have you spent in the Bible studying any of this stuff? It's like none. And I was like, well, then how can you say yeah. that? <laughs> you know. So, and uh, what's funny too is um, Doctor Barry all just put out a video, and it's a very interesting video he put out. He actually had Mister Bones wearing the uptime shirt. Do you see that, Greg? It's a pretty good video, Mister. No, I, I missed it. Yeah. But, this uh, has been he, a very busy week for me, but uh, yeah, I have I have to play catch up. Go ahead. But he um he made a he made a real interesting point. You know, there's been this post monarchy of Christian circles that seems to rule from the shadows. That's basically saying nobody knows their hour. Don't bother trying to watch for Jesus' return. Don't try to bother watch for Jesus' return. That's basically Satan teaching all of us here on the earth. Nobody knows their hour. Nobody knows their hour. So don't watch for his return. The worst thing for Satan's kingdom is for us to be watching for Jesus' return. That's the worst thing we could be doing, okay? Because the, if we could see him coming, we could let everybody know and get ready, okay? Yeah. He wants all of us to be blindsided, okay? Yeah, I get it. Trying to figure out the exact day, okay, that's tricky. Exact hour, that's tricky, okay? But we got down the season, okay? He doesn't even like the fact that we are able to nail down the season, Okay? Because a lot of people now are coming to the Lord because of the work that we've been doing, Bob. Teaching the end times. Piecing everything together. Showing everybody that the rapture resurrection has a great chance happening this year. Okay? And you know what? That motivates a lot of people. Sure. 
Okay. People are motivated by two things, the uh, excitement of gain or the fear of loss. Okay. Take your pick. People get saved by fear. People get saved by, you know, just wanting to love Jesus. And, you know, the reasons are, are going to be the reasons. But, um, yeah, so to say that you don't know the day or hour, basically what I'm trying to say is, you know, we should be watching. Okay. Yes, there's some of us that get really deep that can probably get nailed down some days. Okay. And, you know, and at this point, I am all open for it. Please bring your days because as long as you tell me, hey, there is a biblical backing for why I believe this will be a good day, a great day for the rapture. Not the fact that you, as much as I love dreams and visions, Bob, okay, if you told me, oh, God gave me a dream this this day and hour, and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna write you off, okay. Yeah. I, I, it's more than likely it's not gonna happen. I've seen it happen a hundred. You see, you know, even when you realize the thousands of times I've seen dreams and visions, people send them to me with dates in them, and none, nothing ever happened with them. That's why I didn't bother even reading them, okay. Yeah. So I gotta search through all this stuff, okay. So yes, folks, watchmen out there. If you're listening to us right now, all right, this is a great time to get into the Word of God, begin reading, ask the Lord for dreams to help you understand what you are reading and how it pertains to what's going on out there right now, and start giving us your feedback. Start making those videos, okay? I'm so happy for all the the watchmen and women out there that are covering all these scenes there's there's a watch woman out there that all she does is just track king charles (laughs) that's all she does is tracks king charles you know i don't know time to track king charles but she does (laughs) all i gotta do is just watch her videos okay who tracks dreams and visions i do that here they got another guy uh generation two four three four he tracks the uh, fig tree generation okay brother tyler you know so far You know, so, so yeah. there's so many of us. How many members to the body of Christ? Every member has his own job. Okay, we're not crisscrossing. We're not running into each other. You know, boy, they make your well, job members, a lot easier, don't they, Bob? Yeah, yeah, members, members in particular. You know, it's just like uh, we we talked about that. I talked to the John Boucher about that a long time ago. That, you know, God needs each and every one of us because of the different. Uh, gifts that we've been given the strengths that we've we've been given in particular areas that each of us need you know iron sharpens iron you know we need to have the teaching we need to uh, we need to keep our minds um actively seeking the truth so that it doesn't get all this you know all this all this other junk gets in there and and pulls us away it's not that we can be a hundred percent in fellowship with the Father all the time, that's not possible. But the more you're, the more you have the Word living and real in your in your heart and life, uh, the more you're going to be wanting to continue to to go on through all this all this baloney that's going to be happening, and it's going to it's really going to get nasty. It's going to get really bad. And but as long as we have the the freedom that we still have, which we do have to do this. We're going to keep plugging along, you know? Amen. So I love that. Uh, so we could get into questions a little bit early. Why don't we do some of that? What do you think, Bob? 
Absolutely. You guys up to that? Yeah. All right. Go, go ahead, ahead Bob. You bring them up. <clears throat> bring one up. How about we start here with <laughs> where's Kevin? <laughs> Is he well? Pray for him. He's doing good. He's very busy. He's kind of a. Uh... Is he even in the country right now? I I really don't know where he is right now. Uh, it's kind of back and forth with him. I don't know at this moment, but he did just get back to us. He said he was going to be running really late tonight. Uh, I don't know what late means for him, if that means he's going to join us at the last five minutes or what. Uh, but uh, he's eating dinner. And so, um, sorry, Kevin, I, I threw you under the bus there, buddy. So, but yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. If he joins us, he joins us. If not, maybe for the next time. And that's that. That's all I know. Yeah. Well, I miss him terribly when he's not on here. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get you. You, you miss him uh, as often as oh, possible. Of course. Right. Of course. <laughs> you didn't get that one. All right. Mm-hmm. No problem. So they're trying uh, to give Trump a gag order. Do y'all think that the sound of the last Trump can be taken literally? Yeah, there's uh there's something to his name. I was I wrote about uh Trump and the you know the last Trump in my book, The Road to Twenty Twenty Four. And um there is a um the fact that his name is Trump and you're hearing that word being just resonated throughout the entire world. And here's the thing too, is like, you know, they're afraid of Trump, you know, but they're also afraid of the last Trump. Okay, so everybody's afraid of Trump. Okay, because there's a last Trump that goes off. Is uh, yeah, it, that that means the hand of restraint is removed. But you know, the Bible also says too that uh, they will hide themselves in the rocks and the caves and say, ask the rocks and ca- rocks to fall on them. Hide us from the wrath of the Lamb. Hide us from hide us from the throne. Okay, that happens after the last Trump. Then you got the seven trumpet judgments that come with the seventh seal. Okay. So a lot of people don't like that word Trump. And I think it's kind of like one of those indicators building up for them. You know, it's kind of like foreshadowing, you know, <laughs> they don't like that yeah. word Trump, man, <laughs> you yeah. know, but it, a gag order, um, Bob, you're talking about this earlier. So he's going to come out with something this Monday. You said, yeah, they're, and you know, I don't, he doesn't have, they don't have a gag order against him now, but I, they might before Monday. You know, they, mm-hmm. they might say, hey, you, you can't, you know, you're not going to be able to present the information you have. But, you know, he has he has a right to present it and, and he's not going to have his lawyers do it. He's going to do it himself, which is going to mm-hmm. be really interesting. It's going to be Monday night. I don't know if networks are going to cover that, but, you know, I, I really am I'm very interested in hearing what he has to say, because, you know, he's this this is kind of this is coming to the to the apex here a lot of this stuff and uh it's a good question though you know from the fellow there because if they come out let's say they come out uh tomorrow and they say well you know we want to put a a gag order on uh, donald trump for any information that he has in uh, response to these indictments well that's against the law he he has a right to uh, do this with his lawyers and he has a right to do it in this country. So they're not, they're not really going <laughs> to, you know, they're not really going to uh, be able to stop him legally. You know, you know, the thing too is like, you know, what have they done? I mean, ask the Clintons, what do they normally do to people that are, you know, trouble for them? 
they end up disappearing, you know. So why hasn't he been taken out yet? I mean, it have been so easy just to have him taken out. He must have some primo protection, okay? And I think it has something to do with the fallen angels. I really do. Mm-hmm. Okay, this guy is such one man is so much trouble for them. Just send one guy with a gun. Take him out. Yeah. Boom. Move on, like they do with everybody else. Okay, mm-hmm, we've mm-hmm. seen it happen over and over and over and over and over again. Okay, and so many different facets of our government and everything. Okay, that's their answer. Okay, using the sword, they live by the sword, so they will die by the sword if they continue that in the tribulation. Okay, that's right. But right now, they live by the sword. The, the sword, the gun, the whatever, the weapon ans- is the answer to all their problems. Okay, just get rid of them. But yet, Trump sticks around as big of a threat as he as he is he still sticks around I wonder still why stands yeah and and no matter what comes against him it's mm-hmm. it's always he gets away from it right he, yep. he, he slips he slips away he slips there's, away from it right this guy man there's something about this dude and you there's know there's something about him i think it's something it's not going it's not going to be good for us but we're not going to be here but i think I think he plays a part in the deception, some way, shape, or form. You know, I would vote for him again. All right. Totally vote for him again. Don't get me wrong. I would totally vote for Trump again. Absolutely. All right. Definitely the better of two evils. All right. But <laughs> the fact that you look at the time that we are in right now, we have this big celestial traffic jam of signs next month at the Feast of Trumpets. We have their seven-year rescue plan getting ready to be implemented at the Feast of Trumpets. Okay, so is that going to be that Daniel nine twenty-seven um, covenant with many that's going to transcend during the seven-year tribulation? And if that's the case, how does Trump fit into all of this? Okay, we know the Jews love him. They got a coin. They got some town named after him. I think they named a railway railroad after him i'm not sure exactly what it was but this guy has a lot of pull okay i mean please put in the comment where do you think trump is going to fit into the tribulation okay we'll figure it out once we get up in heaven you know they they have a coin after him in israel don't they yeah did they design a coin Mm -hmm. with his 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 head his uh, yeah with his face on it yeah, isn't that interesting? I'm surprised nobody's asked uh, the question: it, Do they believe that uh, Donald Trump is born again? Uh, that's a, that's one that uh, you know I've heard different people say that there's you know no way he could be because of the way he is, his arrogance and different things like that, and uh, he's always seems to be very supportive of uh, free speech and, and the Christian believers. But uh, how do you guys feel about that? What, do you guys have an opinion on whether, whether Trump is saved or not? Yeah, I guess I, me, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Only yeah. God knows. Right. Okay. That's pretty much my answer. I mean, only God know. knows at this point, uh, you know, if, Again, our actions should line up with our faith walk. I mean, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and 
do I see that with him? Not really, not particularly. Um, no. I know we can we can fall, we can make mistakes, but yeah, I mean it's 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 a tough one. That's a tough one, and for some people to say no, that's that's not a tough one at all. I'm sure, but again, we leave that up to the Lord. He can be he can be saved uh, to the very last uh, moment. Sure. Uh, so yep. we we just have to um, we have to watch. We have to be discerning. You know, just use our discernment in certain areas. But again, that's up to the Lord, right? He knows who's saved, who isn't. Got a question here from Annette. Says. What will we be doing in heaven? Well, I know one thing's for sure. When we get up into heaven, we're that we will be attending the wedding feast of the Lamb, and then there is a scroll opening ceremony where we gather before His throne, and we give Him praise and thanks and redeeming us from the earth and all that stuff laid on Revelation five nine, and we tell Him that He is worthy to open the scroll. He's willing to break the seals. He's worthy. All right. So there's this whole celebration of worshiping God before his throne, before any seals are opened, okay? So if anybody tries to tell me that the seals have been opened yet, they haven't been opened yet, okay? Look, the four horsemen, when they ride, what they do is they take a current problem and they greatly exasperate it, okay? It's like having a dumpster fire turn into a, a a forest fire, okay? That's basically what the four horsemen do. They exasperate a current problem, okay? We have like the, uh, for example, the, uh, the you got the the white horse. Jesus said the Antichrist, the spirit of Antichrist has already been in the world. He said that two thousand years ago, okay? We've always had war. We've always had sickness. We've always had troubled economies and high inflation and stuff like that. Okay, ask the Chinese how many times they went through that. Okay, so these problems are here before the the horsemen ride. And I say that because people are asking about that uh, nuclear war. And we're talking about mass depopulation. The Red Horse Rider has a huge sword. It's a big sword for big amounts of killing. Not going along stabbing one person at a time, which, which would take a long time to kill 8 billion people. He could swing that sword and kill millions and billions quickly. And that will be a nuclear war. So before that red horse rider rides, Greg, what has to happen? Before he rides, Jesus has to open that seal. And before Jesus opens that seal, we have to be before the throne thanking Jesus for redeeming us from the earth. And before we are redeemed from the earth and get to the point that we're before the throne, we have to be raptured. <laughs> Some, someone's up there at the throne room and we we've yeah. discussed this in previous uh, webcasts that yes someone is up there who are those 24 elders um we have gone over this number of time number of times on uptime and we we do believe that that is the body of christ that is the church um because based off of certain studies that you know uh, well we, we can talk about how this this particular group uh, is in the hundreds of thousands, um, and we've, you know, we've found that the twenty-four is really symbolic. is a symbolic number. It's not a literal twenty-four people sitting at a th- at the throne room. So if someone's at the throne room there at that at that point. Um, the right. uh, the Jews and uh, the prophets 
they haven't received their rewards yet. They receive their rewards afterward. And that's later on uh, in Revelation 11, I believe. Um, but it, uh, I'll just double check on that again, but in terms of the scripture on that. But yeah, this is this is something where you're going to find the prophets receive their rewards after the fact, right? The first shall be last. The last shall be first in God's kingdom. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And uh, yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> that's a, I like it, the fact that you ended up with that. First to be last, last to be first, you know. Right, Brother Bob? Amen. Sounds good to me. Amen. <laughs> Boy. Question here from Caesar. How close are we to the rapture, in your opinion, Bob? He's asking you, Hagen. How close are we to the rapture? <laughs> oh, about 300 years. <laughs> 300 years. He's asking me. Uh, I'm sure he's asking me, but I'm going to throw uh, this at you, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, I believe that we're very close. And um, just the, everything that's going on, we've been talking about tonight. Mm-hmm. Everything, it seems to me, it's just how can it get any worse? What's going on in the world? You know, and, and there's just so much confusion, violence, uh, just everything just doesn't look good out there. But there still is a uh, reason to have hope and uh, that's why we're on here the, uh, the rapture resurrection is going to be fantastic you know we're going to be um, it's going to be something that's going to be very unique <laughs> to say the least but um mm-hmm. it, it's something you know when you when you go through life and you don't have any hope the word says that in past times we were without god and without hope and all of a sudden, you somebody shares the truth, and uh, it talks about in Thessalonians how they 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 stopped following idols and they began to to follow the, the true and the one true and living God. And once you once you make that change, things in your life will change, no matter how rotten you think you might be or have been in the past or. You know, you can say, well, there's no way God could forgive me. I beg to differ. He will do. He constantly is forgiving. It's his very nature. He's, um, he, you know, he wants you back. You know, he's the father waiting at the end of the road there. And, you know, the son's out there doing all this crazy stuff. But he's out there waiting every day. And he says, you know, Hagen's going to come back one of these days. I'm going to see him, and I'm going to be ready for him. And that's what that's what happened to me many years ago. And he, you know, he didn't turn his back on me and say, you know, you've done too many bad things. He said, no, you know, um, put the put the coat on him, give him a signet ring, and we're going to have a make merry because you know my son who is dead is alive. And that's uh, if you don't get anything else out of tonight realize that God does love you and he made a way for you to come back into fellowship with him and that was through the completed work of the Lord Jesus Christ and the more you know this the more you're going to be thankful for it and uh, your days will be better I mean they're not always going to be perfect but there's certainly 
going to be a whole lot better when you have that hope than if you didn't have it. Right, you guys? I mean, Amen. <laughs> just, Amen. Before yeah. you get to that next uh, that next question, I am going to bring, bring up that scripture. Just mentioning in Revelation 11, it is Revelation 11. And the nations were angry and thy wrath has come and the time of the dead, that they should be judged and that thou should give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, right? Revelation 8, 11, 18. So the prophets receive their reward afterward uh, and to the saints and them that fear thy name, small and great and should destroy as we're talking about the tribulation saints at that point as well folks right because there are tribulation saints during the tribulation period so um yeah go ahead and read it you know you'll see that uh, the 12 elders are up there at the throne room with crowns on their heads so the crowns are symbolic of of reward of rewards so uh somebody's up there the prophets receive their rewards afterward and it shows that in revelation eleven eighteen. so there you have it it's right there so anyway uh sorry i had to interject that just okay no oh, no problem so the gospel plow it says what's the highest watch date of this year and what happens if we are here in 2024 well evidently the highest watch day of the year is feast of trumpets can't beat it man that is the biggest one of the year it's the biggest one every year Okay, and for that simple reason is because of First uh, Corinthians fifteen fifty one. Behold, I show you a mystery, for we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. And the very next verse, fifty two, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that last trump is executed during the feast. The trump is called the Tekiya Gadola. It's the one hundred one hundredth trumpet blast of 99 blasts three different ones and then the tequila got a lot at the end and that's how they close out the feast of trumpets with that big long trumpet blast and we've also seen it too where the um where there's a last trump also with a day of atonement on the year of jubilee i believe okay so you got that as well so that is why it's also and of course it's trumpets okay is um what's the word what i was thinking about here um, you know, God, he's going to use a trumpet when he calls the assembly of the righteous at the rapture resurrection. Okay, he's going to use the trumpet. All right. That's the other thing, too. That's first Thessalonians 4, 16, 17. All right. The last time God used this trumpet, he burnt the entire top of Mount Sinai. Okay. So that was the last time he used that trumpet. Last time he, did, he comes down. All right. And he can't come down to the earth too much right now to destroy the whole earth. He has to come down in the atmosphere, all right, and engulfed in top entire mountain. Now, here's my thing. That was a that was a public event. In fact, it was so fearful that the Israelites wanted him to, you know, stop, you know, lower the volume of that trumpet, stop blowing the trumpet because it was so fearful, okay? And they're telling Moses that, okay? So that was a public event for everybody to see, Okay. So will the rapture resurrection event be that same way? And here's something to think about. You know, if God came down, Jesus, if he came down at Mount Sinai the last time he blew his trump, do you think he's going to come down on, you know, up in the atmosphere above Mount Sinai again? And then we're all called to where he's at at Mount Sinai? 
were translated to Mount Sinai. <laughs> that, would, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Very interesting. Yeah. It would be uh, pretty cool. That? What do you guys yeah. think? Because that's, that's the last wow. time he used that trumpet. And you know what? In, uh, in uh, what was that? Uh, Colossians, uh, Ephesians. When uh, Paul, Paul went to Arabia, he went to Mount Sinai for revelations and stuff like that. So maybe this were, you know, something to think about. So I'm wondering if that is the location that we are translated to, because I've seen it in a lot of dreams and visions that people are at the foot of a mountain when they get raptured. Okay. Or a side of a mountain in the field before a mountain. Okay. So I've seen a lot of that. All right. So something to think about. Okay. That makes sense to me. That's that's a that's an interesting point. You know? mm-hmm. Of course, it's God's prerogative what He wants to do. He can He can do I it don't anywhere. Think but, you know, Northwest Indiana, Bob, to no, come down over no. Chicago or something like that. I was like, no, no, or, or uh, North Dakota in the dead of winter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Or, or San Francisco, you ain't going to do no. that. You know, no. it's just uh, yeah, I think that's going to be the case. You know. That and the cool, rapture resurrection is going to be the catalyst that leads to the tribulation. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how you bring in the tribulation. That's how you usher it in with the rapture resurrection because everything they want, it, everything they want to do, they need the rapture to do it. Okay, they need it to have. They need that mass depopulation. They need us gone. They need the hand of restraint removed. They need no. the chaos that will come from the rapture, Bob, so no. that they can bring their no. order out of chaos. Sure. So it does seem to me that it would be it would be after the, the signing, right, of the peace uh, deal or the covenant of many, right? Uh, so I mean, could it hand, work hand in hand though, in terms of the covenant and the rapture on the same day, slightly before, same day, or slightly after? Sure, sure. Why not? Huh. Um, you know, because uh, uh, the only reason I say that is because you know I've. According to dreams and visions, like Philip Barnett, he doesn't see any. Um, he sees like the he thinks like the nuclear war. That's the big one we're all waiting for, okay? But he sees that nuclear war taking place, and he said it'll be November eleventh, eleven eleven, okay? So that's a date. Be it as it may, I mean, the Lord has shown him a lot, a lot of information, okay? If that's the case, then there's something that we're missing. But wouldn't matter because we're gone anyways. It would make sense that the war would need to be need to be executed to bring in the chaos. But here's the thing, Greg: they don't need a war to us to have chaos. The rapture resurrection will cause the chaos. Oh my gosh, yes, far more yeah. than a war would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. massive. I mean, you can imagine. I mean, you could you got planes. How many planes are in the sky at one time? Twenty one thousand planes. In one mm-hmm. in one day, no. something like that. No. I mean, just think about it. I mean, it's it would a lot cause it, it would cause major chaos. Absolutely, there's no doubt about it. Um, should it go down the way we all see it going down? Absolutely, it's going to cause major devastation and major confusion, mass confusion. What just happened? What just happened here? And that is the perfect point in which or the perfect time where the enemy can seep in and start you know doing his work too in deceiving people 
and have mm-hmm. them believe in the, the great lie, the great deception, which we do believe is going to be uh, in so-called, quote unquote, alien uh, invasion, so to speak. OK, that could very well happen. That could very well happen. We have to remember this is going to be a, a major supernatural shift in the world. And it just happens just like that so quickly. It's going to happen like basically overnight, right? This is the way mm-hmm. we see it going down. Overnight, things are just going to change. In an instant. In an in instant. One hour, man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> in an instant. Got a message here from Carol. Carol said, do you think the fire in Maui is an act of war? I do. I totally yeah, do. Sure. I think China did it. And I think the reason why they're trying to establish a beachhead but there's so there's so much equipment there that is important for our military, right? I, I was watching this video. This is this list of everything that Maui contains that's so important for our military to protect this nation, okay, to protect the homeland is located there in Maui. Yeah. And another thing they have there is one of these observatories or something like that where they track all the um they track all the uh, incoming asteroids, right? That gives us some time to be able to, uh, you know, you know, prepare, <laughs> you know, yeah. and those areas are all being compromised there now. Okay, so I think this is totally an act of war. It could be wrong, but the fact of the matter is, I mean, when the last when was the last time this happened? And here we are with the Biden administration. You know, they they didn't do anything. They said, oh, we don't want to get in the way of the the, uh, rescue workers. Really? How big is your podium, Biden? Is your little four-foot podium going to get in the way of all the rescue workers? The guy hasn't even put out a single statement or anything. And, you know, the funny thing is that they they actually have money ready to go to Maui, federal aid to go to Maui. And they decided to hold it and put it towards the uh, funding for uh, Ukraine instead. In fact, the money they needed for Maui, they tripled it and sent it mm-hmm. to Ukraine. Yeah, unbelievable. You know, as like more more money being flushed down the toilet of corruption in Ukraine. Okay, but we have that just goes to show you how much this administration doesn't care about any of us here. None of us. Okay, this is a criminal governmental administration in that White House right now. Criminals. Okay, so yeah, I said my piece. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He did. He did there. finally. He did finally come out and uh, mention the the fires in Maui today. He, oh, he, really? st- he stumbled and bumbled through a little news conference and and uh, he, you know, talked about how he'd been in touch with the governor and all that. But it stalks all a bunch of it's smoke Crap. and mir- smoke and mirrors with this guy. He he can't even hardly get through a. Them. three sentences you know there was some very unusual things going on there uh and i've seen the pictures and it just seems very suspicious uh to me I've, yeah it's just very strange um so can we expect more of this type of stuff i i think so i think so yeah absolutely that's horrible what happened there you know our prayers Awful. Yes, I go out to those people. Yes, I know. Yes. It's, there are believers there. You know, oh, it's absolutely. funny, too. It's like the Biden administration. Well, we got some money here for them. Well, we're going to give each family 700 bucks. I was like, that's it? 700 bucks. To, to any illegal, any any given illegal migrant 
gets like seven grand, like right up front, everything they need. 700 bucks for you Americans over there living in Maui. You know, first of all, it costs like $7,000 a month just to live over there. Because of, because of how, how how expensive everything is. It is expensive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything so that was kind of like a slap in the face to all those Americans wow. there from that criminal Biden. Well, there's a lot of there's a there's been a lot of uh, kickback from the ignorance of this administration and what it's doing to the people that are living over there. So I heard it was mm-hmm. a setup, <laughs> clean energy city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's an interesting point. Says, so, what does it say here? I heard it was a setup, so they can make the first clean energy city. Yeah, I could see that. I saw maps where it was mapped out the new development. They're trying to take the natives' land. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great find there. I could totally see that. They just steal everything from everybody. They don't care. Eminent domain. What's that? They don't even try to even reimburse people anymore. They just come Mm -hmm. and take and kick you out. It's like they're doing to all the farmers right now. And they say if you if you guys if you try to protest against us, you get thrown in jail. Really? I mean, what? Um, so the government's doing something that we don't like. If we protest them, we get thrown in jail. Where are we at? China? North Korea? It's ridiculous. You can't tell me all this going on right now, Greg, that way this country is right now trying to hold this whole world from going to nuclear war. You cannot tell me right now that next month is not going to be the rapture resurrection at the Feast of Trumpets when they have that seven-year rescue plan ready to go at that point. And with and by the way, let's just let's not forget about the projections for 2030 and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. And by the way, I recommend everybody to go watch a video on Aaron's God a Minute channel. Okay, God a Minute. All right, Aaron, you guys, we have, uh, I don't think we have him on here before. We should. He put this video out where it's called 23 Reasons Why the Rapture Can Happen 2023. Oh, I did. Sorry. I watched that. Yes. I that was a good video. Yeah. <laughs> great really video. Good. Man, he, uh, you know, I love it when somebody, he, this guy's brilliant because all the information he puts out, he could put out like a two hour video for each point. There's so much information. I've seen them. But he's also smart enough to like really like condense it. I mean, the guy was in his car while his girlfriend gave him the list, and he was able to condense it and just make it easy to understand. And he just went right through it. It's not even long. Not even a long video. It's like twenty three minutes. I think. <laughs> no, I think it's less than that, actually. <laughs> Believe it or not. But uh, yeah, good. Good stuff. Twenty three minutes for the rapture in twenty twenty three. Aaron got a minute. Gotta go check that out. Good video. So who who got here? Lisa. So what do you know about the Hawaii governor wants to make Maui to get a smart? Oh, that was the same one. My bad. No, that's a different one. That's is it. Oh, is it? Isn't that Um, convenient? Yeah, yeah, it's convenient. Absolutely. I think they're trying to set up a beachhead there. Personally, okay. Pearl Harbor and all that stuff like that. You know, I think they're trying to set up a beachhead there because they want to invade in 2025, 2024, something like that. So, what some of you guys want to say about that part? We'll go to the next question. 
Yeah, let's go to the next question. Yeah, we're I don't know too much about the that all that area of anyway, but what what do you want? Let's see what we have here for so what do you think about the one hundred Trump blasts? Will that sound at the rapture? Do you think the one hundred trumpet blasts will sound at the rapture? A one hundred trumpet blast? Well they blow um I know the ones during the feast of trumpets, they blow them individually. It's ninety nine different ninety nine there's thirty three different uh thirty three, thirty three, and thirty three. Interesting. Uh-huh. Oh, you cut it off right there. <laughs> well, I have to do a hundred of them, so I mean Oh, you gotta do a hundred of them? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That little thing that you and Boucher and that you when you had that tr- that uh shofarathon. Oh yeah. Where you're doing all I've re- I, I've learned that the bigger shofar you get, the harder it is to blow. Yeah. It's, it's a bigger one. I got a yeah. short one and a long one. I bought this long yeah. one. And the short one, I can blow it really good. But this long one, man, you really, you know, get to do anything, man. So yeah. you see those guys, and they're just they being instrumental with those things. I have so much respect for those people that can blow those trumpets like that. Yeah. Because I'm not a good trumpet blower at all. My sons are. They can play actual real trumpets and stuff. You know, they yeah. can blow these things no problem, but me, all right, you know, I, bring I think them, I think bring them on. so far, but I do like blowing it though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the shofar, I'd, I'd like to get one. I, I don't think I'm going to go to I'm, it's a big one though. I've seen mm-hmm. the one John has, it's pretty, he's got several of them. I know, but mm-hmm. yeah. well, the 100 trumpet blasts, yeah, that will be uh 100, 100 different blasts, but they won't all be at the same time. But what was interesting about the Feast of Trumpets is that we are blowing trumpets up to heaven, all right, globally at this time. You ever think about that? We're blowing trumpets up into heaven to the Lord. So we are reaching out to heaven through these frequencies, and then heaven responds with, you know, God's trumpet one day. It will respond. It's like a handshake Mm -hmm. in the air, you know. It's like we connect with all the trumpets going up and the trumpet coming down. You know, there's so many, I mean, there's so many types and shadows and parallels and patterns for the Feast of Trumpets. Such, it's my highest watch time of the year. You know, you don't have to work real hard, Greg, to, mm-hmm. you know, convince anybody in the Watchmen community about the Feast of Trumpets, you know. Right. This is like the Feast of Trumpets, uh, mm-hmm. of Trumpets, <laughs> if you well, want to say it that You way. know that, uh, <laughs> Coming you up. know, I, I know that, one of the things I know for sure is that miracles still do happen. I'm still hanging with you guys, and we're almost done, which mm-hmm. is, you know, in some ways, <laughs> I'm not going to put myself down, but I've been having trouble with the stamina end of this for a while because of this surgery I had. But it's been uh, it's been it's been fascinating tonight in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Praise the Lord. Dave Chow. Glad you can make it. One interesting question. During the millennial reign, what will the solar system look like? I don't think it's going to change. I think uh, one thing that you will see differently is that that's that uh, big storm in um, Jupiter, the red spot will be gone. Okay. And I think it has something to do with the Lord's return. Uh, Jupiter is a type mm-hmm. of Christ's king planet. He has the stripes. He took stripes on his backs. Okay. On his back. Um, he has a big gash spear right there. Okay, so it's the king planet, 
And the scientists have ha- have confirmed that the, the red spot on Jupiter is closing. And they think it will be closed by, guess when, 2030. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have wow. that. But as far as a different heavens, the Bible says that there will be a new heaven and a new earth after the millennial reign, after the uh, white throne judgment, a new heaven and a new earth. Okay. You imagine that. You imagine, imagine being where we're at, wherever we're going to be, Greg, when that happens. Okay. Can you imagine just watching the Lord just crack his knuckles, man, and get ready to do something like that? You know, it's just, uh, and what's it going to be like for us? Is it going to be something that's so, you can, I can't even, the Bible says eyes have not, eyes have not seen, ears yeah. have not heard, yeah. as it, neither has it entered the heart of men mm-hmm. for what the Lord has prepared. For right. No ear has heard, no eyes seen, no yeah. ears heard. Mind can't comprehend the things that the Lord has prepared for us, man. I'm just happy man, to, yeah. I'm happy to get my bills paid, you know. <laughs> it's like, hey, praise the Lord, you know. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. God is so good. And um, I really, I really have to thank him for, for saving me out of where I used to be. I know all of you can say the same thing, right? Most of you uh, online in the chats, you, you really feel absolutely blessed to to know and when you look back and you say man i could still be that person who's completely in the dark completely lost completely in in a spot where i can't i can't even think of what the rapture is what is this rapture that we speak we're speaking of right now we're we're on the other side of that right now so just keep that in mind folks really keep that in mind where you are right now no money can buy that. No money can buy that right now. You are truly blessed. You are truly blessed, all of you. Just keep that in mind. Don't take it for granted. All right. Yeah, we're, we we're, blessed, we're blessed to be born in this country, guys. You know, you think about this. It's uh, really just to be able to breathe free air, if you will. You know, to to have this opportunity and uh, go ahead with another question. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Yeah, you're good. Let's see here. Um, let's get one for someone we haven't seen here yet. Um, let's see, man. We just did Meg. All the same people leaving questions. Try to get somebody else here. Oh uh, no! When look at that. That's uh. So here we are. When is the last Trump? So we have uh, the last Trump will be the final day of the Feast of Trumpets. And I believe they think it's going to be around the uh, 15th, 16th of uh, September. Then mm-hmm. 17th, 18th. It's going to be that whole thing again. Okay, because that, that moon, we got to watch the moon and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I remember last year that one guy put out that video. You know, it landed right on the 27th, you know. And it was like right there, you know, so got to watch the moon all right but i think it's around the 15th 16th of september but it could be later you know the, of course i'm already starting to see the videos where people are saying oh we're actually we're off by a month greg so you know i appreciate that because hey cool there are many you calendars know, many you know, calendars that people are going by right now yeah. so the people doing that is like, hey, you know what? I I I I stay hopeful all the way through at least middle of October, something like that. 
I get into November, man. I put my dancing shoes away. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, Gregor- the Gregorian calendar, the Jewish calendar, the lunar calendar, the liturgical calendar, the. So you, you know, have. So you have, cal- so you have dancing shoes, too. It's amazing yeah, yeah. the things you learn here. I'm, I'm going to start learning how to clog in these things, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what else do we see. have? This is one from uh, Honeybees in Japan. Do you think the abomination of desolation could be the removal and desecration of Jesus' blood from the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant? The Ark of the Covenant will be in the Third Temple. Okay, but there's so many different uh, interpretations what people think that this whole abomination of desolation will be. I mean, some guys, people thought it was Obama sticking his head in a hole somewhere in Jerusalem one time. You know, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, what do you guys think? Uh, All I know is that that there's an image that's in the third temple that will sit upon that throne and make a declaration to receive the mark of the beast. Okay, it's an image that human beings built just like the golden calf, all right, just like the uh, uh, the image that Nebuchadnezzar made. Okay, so that's another form of it. Humans built those sinks, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And um, there's also a picture of Molech, okay? Yeah. So you got that bull and all the stuff like that. So, so well, yeah, it's, um, go ahead. We're living in, you know, high technical, Technical, you know, technical times, I guess, high technology. Uh, and so you would think that maybe AI would have something to do with it as well. Because our funds go toward, you know, a lot of things that the government has has to offer, has to do, deal with. Uh, and sometimes we don't have the option to, to realize who it is we are funding or what projects we're funding. We have, we're doing that right now with Ukraine, right? We don't have the ability to say no, it goes toward the taxes, right? The taxes go toward Ukraine. So it could possibly be something along the lines of possibly a robot or AI function statue that speaks at the end. Now, I mean, I could, it could be supernatural. I do believe it could be a supernatural speaking um, statue, but it is something that is put in that temple at the time. And that's yeah. how it's described in scripture. Yeah. Now, back then, you know, of course, we're talking, it could have been an actual statue, but now it could be something dealing with AI that actually speaks. That is a possibility. That's where my mind is going with that. So the AI, so the AI can be like the soul of that thing, its own, you know, living experience. You know, well, look, yeah, I mean, it could thing. very, yeah, it could very well be. I mean, it's going to be some sort of uh, structure, statue that w- the people contribute to hmm. a- at the time, and sure, the, we could be funding it without even knowing about it, and it could be oh. starting to be built right now and just be brought up at that time. Yeah. That is a big mm-hmm. possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense to me. So this is from the for that. Let's see here. This is House of Pain. Why is Bruce Peters so bitter and angry about the Watchman channels looking out for the day of the pre-tribulation rapture? I watch his videos and I don't understand what the problem is. I never heard of Bruce Peters. Who's that? 
just somebody, probably somebody that believes in his works to get saved. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, you know, it's funny. Um, it's all interesting about these people that believe that's that you shouldn't watch for it. Hey, we're going to the tribulation. I get those people all the time. You know, there's no rapture. We need to get ready for the tribulation. We need to get ready to get our heads cut off. Yeah, we're going to be strong and fight the Antichrist. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, it's, we're really going to show ourselves, show how righteous we are, how big of an ace we are to God. Okay. But here's a problem, though. If you go to the book of Amos 5 18, what does it say? What does it say? That woe unto those who desire the day of the Lord. Okay. Woe unto you who desire for that day to come. Okay, a day of darkness and judgment. Okay, woe unto you. All right. So these people that believe in the pre that don't believe in the pre tribulation rapture, they want to go into the tribulation. They're looking forward to it, and God is saying, "Woe unto you!" All right, you're not saved. If you, okay, more like you are not saved, and you're probably going to die, and end up in hell, because you're going to miss the rapture. You're going to die. And you're not going to be saved, and. Yeah, hopefully you might end up living long enough, at least if you don't die during the rapture resurrection events, that you, hopefully you live long enough to see the Revelation 14 angel. But, you know, that's what the Lord said. Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. Okay. And the people that I see that that refuse a pre-tribulation rapture, you know, it's, it's just one whole, one Holy Spirit, Greg. It's the same spirit that teaches all of us. Okay, but I know notice about these people. They are violent they, and they are hate. Just you stupid pre-tribulation rapture people. We're going to show you. You're going to make people turn away from God by teaching all of this. So mad. And then you go and ask how you can say, well, you got to keep the Sabbath. Oh, you got to keep the Ten Commandments. You got to say, say, say your prayers every night to make sure you repent for all of your sins daily. Repent, 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 yeah. repent, repent, repent. Say you're sorry. Okay, it's like my works, my works, my works. I was like, yeah, yeah but, you're going to hell. And the word says the love of God calls a man to repentance. You know, we're we're not we're not on here, you know, trying to mislead anybody. We're on here trying to get people to realize that there actually is a hope. You know, and from the simplicity of, of getting born again, you know, your life from that point changes. I mean, it's not, and it's not always going to be easy. We all know that there's challenges and difficulties in life, but at least you have a anchor, you know, you have the foundation, the chief cornerstone, Jesus Christ. You know, he's the one that came to take this, all the things that we deserved. You know, he took them, he took care of them and laid down his life for us so that we might have a more abundant life. So, you know, that, that's all that's all we're trying to trying to say, you know, is that there is a representative out there of a quote unquote religion, if you will. I hate to use that word. But he said in John that I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes into the father except by me. So he either told the truth or he lied. Now, if he lied, we've got no reason to waste any more of your time. But if he told the truth, which I believe we all believe he did, then we've got something to herald about, I guess, is the word I would think. Mm -hmm. And to really let people know what's available and then they can make their minds up, you know. So. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So we got two so, minutes left here, Greg. What do you want to do? One last question. I think this one is important to to bring up. Question to Bob. I have a friend who is Catholic. He believes his works will save him. How can I help him? I know you were once a Catholic. Bob, you're going to have to just show him. Ask him. You know, first of all, just ask him. How does he know he's going to heaven? Ask him. Okay. He's probably. I was Catholic. He's probably going to give the same answer I used to give people. Oh, I went to confession, and I said my Our Father, my Ten Hail Marys. Okay, so that's probably what he's going to tell you, all right? But we all know better, and so all you have to do, I always go to 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, okay? In fact, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 is a great place to start, okay? Well, I'll say 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4, and Ephesians 2, 8, 9. Trust me, he's never read the Bible. All right, Catholics don't read Bible. I very seldom ever read that Bible. I went to a Christian school for eight years, a Catholic school, okay? And they had those catechism classes and stuff like that, but he won't know the Bible. So I would come at him with those verses there and try to explain to him, you know, the blood of Jesus, okay? And trust me, when he's a Catholic, I've shared this with plenty of Catholics. Catholics love this stuff because we are so fearful of going to hell. And when we find out that heaven is a gift we receive by faith, that we don't have to do all this stuff, they are so, once you sit them down and show it to them, they are so happy to receive this. Okay. I had a, the church I used to tie into, it was a non denominational church, but this was the gospel they preached. And he said the majority, I talked to the, the lead pastor. He said the majority of that church there was all Catholic. They all left the Catholic church. Okay. So, and I remember talking to my brother, who's a Catholic. And, you know, he was so happy to receive that word from me that, man, that sounds so much better than everything I've been taught. Yeah. Being in the Catholic church because it works, 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 works. Go to confession, sacraments, works, works. They really don't tell you how, to, how you're saved. They totally dance around that. They just teach you general stuff and don't focus and make don't focus on salvation. And they make sure that you go to confession all the time. So yeah, that's how I will come at your Catholic friend. Scriptures. Scripture, scripture, scripture. That's how you come at them because they don't know scriptures. But they'll they'll perk up when you start using them, especially with authority. Okay. Amen. All right. I think that's where we can uh, stop here for your other questions. Please uh, save them for next week. Uh, should we still be here? Right? But uh, listen, we are uh, we are waiting. We're watching. And uh, we do believe here also that God has appointed time. So, um, Bob, you think we can very well be here, obviously, right, next week? Me? You know you know my answer, man. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> We're on borrowed time. Okay. okay, we're on borrowed time. <laughs> All right. Okay, we are uh, we are on borrowed time. There you have it, folks. So, uh, should we still be here? Lord willing, we will. Uh, we'll bring up the other questions you have for next week. Okay, uh, please save them for next week. Uh, we'll try to get to them, and maybe we'll start doing more questions a little more. Uh, you know, closer to uh, the middle set part of the broadcast. What do you think, folks? Does that work I for you? I think it's a great idea yeah. because he okay. had a lot of great questions there. Sure. Yeah. It makes yeah. us interactive. We're interactive form, like you always say. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it depends on if we have a guest or not. Of course, uh, we may or may not have a guest next week, but we will find out. Uh, we'll let you know. Um, please, you know, take a look at the newsletter, sign up for the newsletter. You'll see it in the description window. And uh, that's it pretty much. God bless you all. Gentlemen, thank you for coming on. God bless, bless you. you. Too. Take care now. God bless you, everybody. Thank you.